What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about eight Instagram Reels tips that you can apply right away to start getting more views, getting more followers, and uh, keeping up your Reels going on uh, much more consistently. We're going to be talking about where to get some ideas for Reels along the way, but from looking at past episodes, whenever I talk about Reels, these episodes get played the most. So we're going to talk about it. And over the next few episodes, we are going to remain very Instagram tactically focused. I do have some very exciting interviews coming up. We just got done with two. And both of those uh, were, one of them was the CEO, uh, not the CEO, the director of marketing with OKCupid. And he talked about their branding strategies and maybe some things that smaller business owners can't apply right away. And then we also had an episode with relationship coach Kevin Crenshaw, which is an incredible interview. It is also not the exact business model that a lot of you are going for. So I want to just really focus in the next few weeks that the podcast episodes are exactly what you guys want to hear, exactly what you need to know to get more results from your Instagram marketing right away, because that is by far the most requested topic that I talk about. So we got reels for you this week, and we'll be talking about some story tips, lots of exciting stuff coming up. Make sure you're subscribed. Let's get right into the eight tips, though. The first tip is to get all of your technicals right. So this includes hashtags, posting time, all the little things, all the options that you select before you post. You want to have all of those correct just to give yourself the best chance. As far as hashtags go, these aren't that important, but you do want to at least use a few so Instagram knows what your post is about. I would recommend doing between 5 and 15 and mostly focus on just keeping those hashtags as relevant to the post as possible. It's not as much a game of choosing the like the stair step method as they did in the past, a few big ones, a few small ones, and then a bunch of medium sized hashtags was the strategy in the past. Nowadays, you just want to give them hashtags that tells Instagram conclusively what the post is about so it can make sure it gets it in front of the right audience. As far as posting time goes, posting before noon in the country that you have the most followers is often going to be the best time. There's not really a bad time to post, but because the post has the most activity in the first 12 hours after posting it, you will have the most luck giving yourself the most waking hours for the country that you have the most followers in. So just try to post before noon and don't overthink posting time. The other thing that you want to be mindful of is at the last step before you post, you'll see in the options to add topics. You want to choose one to three topics. The number to this just depends on how many are relevant to what you are posting about. So if there really is only one topic that is an exact match for what you're posting, go ahead and do that. I will say that I haven't seen a tremendous upside on the results of using topics versus not or even using different amount of topics, but because they have the feature there, you're going to want to use it. They wouldn't put it there unless they wanted you to use it, so of course, choose at least one topic. On the options tab, you'll also want to make sure that high-quality uploads is turned on so you don't have any blur in your videos, and then when you're writing your caption, you want to try to incorporate some of your major keywords. So for me, if I'm talking about Instagram marketing, I'm going to make sure the words Instagram and marketing are in that caption somewhere. You don't need to get too clever with 
uh, big long search phrases, but just use a couple of the major keywords in your market just to help Instagram know what your post is about and get it out to the right people. The second tip is to always try to use a trending audio. So the way that you find trending audios on Reels is by scrolling down the Reels feed and then at the bottom left corner, if you see an arrow pointing in the upright direction, then that means it is a currently trending audio. And if you use that, you're likely gonna get a lot more views. Now, the thing is, is you want to try to find audios that are niche specific when you can. There aren't a ton that are, so a lot of them are more just general uh, businesses and creators of all kinds use that audio for whatever kind of message they're trying to get out there. But especially in like the car industry or the fitness industry, there can be audios that are really specific to that niche. And whenever you can find those audios, like if you're a gym account and there is a an audio that all these people are posting their gym glow ups using, if you use that, the way that the audio algorithm works is that people who have liked posts using that audio in the past will likely see posts using that audio again. So this will make it so that you can actually get in front of the right target market. So if there is ever an industry specific audio that you can use, then definitely do that. Otherwise, you do just want to give yourself this extra reach whenever you can. Now, if you do have an idea that you really want to do, but the audio isn't trending, absolutely still do it. This should not be a deal breaker of you not doing a post or not. Ultimately, if it's good content and the audio makes perfect sense with the message that you're trying to get out there, that matters so much more than having it be trending. And one last thing is when you are moving a post from TikTok over to Instagram, if you saved it from TikTok and then you're moving it to Instagram and then you're not using the audio on the Instagram app, it's better if you can try to find that song on Instagram, especially a trending audio version of that song, and then re-put the audio in there. A lot of people take their TikToks and then just still have the original audio on Instagram. And this makes it so you don't get the benefit, even if it was a trending audio. So make sure that you actually use the Reels audio uh, when you can. The third tip is to have an intro that makes them need to watch to the end. The reason why I say it like this is commonly we say, have a hook on your reel. And this is absolutely the best tip that anyone could give you on reels. But it's been said so many times that I don't want this to go over your head because it is a little bit more than just having a hook. It's not just about say this exact phrase at the beginning and try to hook them with like a, a verbal hook or a text hook. Although I will say you do want supporting text behind whatever hook you're doing at the beginning. That That's usually going to be part of it. But it really doesn't have to be part of it at all. If you are an artist doing a time lapse, that is often enough reason for them to have to watch the rest of the reel. If they can see the time lapse of you busy at work and they can see that it's already turning into something cool, that will make them need to watch to the end. So more so put it through that lens. When you watch the beginning of your reel, do they need to watch to the end to get some kind of value from it? And an extra tip for how to go viral with your reels is that in order to appeal to this wider market, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to make sure that your reel appeals uh, to a wider market. So to give you an example, I had a customer that was selling handbags and when she would do a reel where she would just say, here's this handbag that I made, here, the, here is this other handbag that I made, it more put it through the lens of if you like handbags and you are in a current shopping mindset right now, then here you go. Look at my products. I am the business and I sell these. 
And that's more the context that the the reel was coming through. And I told her to change it to which one of these bags should I wear to the farmer's market today or just to the blank today and try that format. And that's been working a lot better for her because now even someone who has no interest in handbags but sees that reel now has a chance to continue watching it. If they're saying, I don't really care about this, uh, I don't care about handbags, they would have just instantly skipped over the previous format she was doing. But if it says, which of these three should I wear to the farmer's market today, then now whoever they are might have some reason to stick around. Well, let me see what the three are. Now there's a reason to comment. There's a reason for them to be involved. And it's not just displaying your content through the lens of pure promotion. So that's a, another tip in itself. But really here with the engaging intro, it is just give them a reason to watch to the end. If you are filming the ocean and you are about to pan across and a whale is about to jump out at second 10, no one is going to watch to second 10 unless the beginning of that reel were to let them know that something is going to happen, right? Wait for it, dot, dot, dot is the, the simplest version of this. And you can still use that, but there are so many ways to say it, and it really is subject to whatever you are posting, but just make sure that if you are not starting on a very engaging visual, that you're going to want to add some text or some audio that lets them know why, why they're going to want to stick around and keep uh, watching to the end because percentage watch time matters most in the algorithm for getting it to trend, and that's something that can't be hacked. The only way that you can kind of hack it is just by having something at the beginning that lets them know you're definitely going to want to watch this to the end to really get the value from this. The fourth tip is to have an awesome final moment. So if you are doing a humor-based reel, the funniest part of that reel should be that last second. And the reason why this is so important is because that is the window in which they decide to engage with the post or not most commonly. Except for your friends who just auto-like your post as soon as your reel starts playing, and they probably don't even watch the whole thing, which actually doesn't help it, uh, more so than if they watched the whole thing and didn't like it even. But the people who really genuinely watched the post and got to the end, the, the chances that they are going to decide to like it or comment on it at the after they've watched the entire thing is much higher than if they are just midway through watching it. So that last second has to hit in a certain way. The other reason why is because since average watch time is so important, if the climax of your video happens halfway through it, then you're going to have a lot of people skipping off of it halfway through it, and that's going to hurt your average watch time, which is not going to help it do well. So if you are just doing a teaching topic, even having it end conclusively and just on a solid note, like if it just cuts off randomly, if you're doing some teaching topic and it cuts off in the middle of it and people don't really know what you're talking about, maybe they got some value, but then it just cuts off randomly, they're not going to like it. So you really want to try to end it conclusively where it just sounds nicely uh, on those more professional reels. Otherwise, whatever it is, even if it's someone crashing on a snowboard, that needs to happen at that last second, the funniest or most epic moment in the last second will get you a lot more engagement. Before we move on to tips five, six, seven, eight, I just want to say that tips three and four there, the intro and the outro are the most important. Those will have the biggest impact always. If your views are less than a thousand on your reels, it is almost certainly because the intro did not hook people. All right, look no further than the first couple seconds didn't hook people's attention and make them want to watch to the end is why your reel got less than a thousand views. 
if you got less than 10% engagement on that reel, it's because the final second wasn't good enough, right? So if you add up likes and comments and shares and saves and then divide that number by the total amount of views. So let's say that you got 100 total likes and comments and shares and saves divided by 1,000 views. That would be a 10% engagement rate like I'm talking about. If that number is less than 10%, look no further than it was the last second of your reel that was the problem. So those are the most common diagnoses. Those are the ones that will make the most impact diagnoses. I don't know. Those will make the ones that will make the most impact. So I just want to mention that before we move on here. But let's go into tip number five, which is do remixes of viral reels. So I had someone on the podcast a few weeks ago that talked about this. I think it's about 10 episodes back now, actually. And he did a remix of a reel that was already going viral. And that this is where you are essentially duetting it, as it's known on TikTok, where your video is right next to theirs. And he was just nodding his head and agreeing with what the guy was saying. And he expanded on it a little bit in the caption, but he got over 7,000 followers, or maybe it was actually 3,000 from this particular reel. But uh, he ended up with something over 7,000 from the boost that it gave to his other reels too. So that's the thing. If you can get one to go off, then it will really help the other ones too. But he was able to get a a lot of followers from just remixing someone's already viral content. Now you want to do this with someone in your market so that you're not finding followers who are totally untargeted. But really, if you remix a, a reel that is already going viral, a lot of the people who had previously liked that reel are who are going to see your remix of it because they already know that they're in that world and they've seen that post before so they know what's going on. So if you can find some way to remix and add some value, then go for it. Otherwise, you can really just do a blind react and it might feel like you're cheat cheating, right? You're not even doing anything. You're just sitting there nodding your head reacting to it. But that's just kind of how the algorithm works. So as far as a hack to get a lot of views and, and potential followers from doing it the easy way, just doing a remix of a viral reel in your market is a great way to do so. The sixth tip is to do collaboration posts. This is when you tag a creator at the last step of posting. And instead of just doing a normal tag, you go to the invite collaborator uh, tab and then you invite them. Now, you want to make sure that you have them invited right at the start of the post and that they also accept that invitation in the first 30 minutes in order for this post to do uh, the best. I found that it kind of delays on waiting for them to accept it before it really shows it, which is good and bad, but you'll want to make sure that they're online or are at least ready to approve it uh, and also make sure that they actually want to do a collaboration post beforehand too because when you do a collaboration post, it will show up on both of your feed as if you both posted it. And there are some people out there that are still really particular about how their feed works. So whenever I do a podcast interview with someone, I always clarify at the end, do you want to do a collaboration post or do you just want me to tag you? Because some people don't want it in their feed, uh, but it, it really is a great way to get that post out to both of your followings. Instagram's algorithm is still super based on get this out to the people that have already followed them as the primary and not as much of an explore page uh, for you page type app like TikTok is. So for that reason, doing collaboration 
collaboration post with creators that have a following like the one you're looking to target is really important. So that is a big key to it. You want to make sure that you're actually doing a collaboration post with someone who has a following that is like the targeting that you're actually looking to build. Otherwise, it kind of blows the entire purpose. But doing a collaboration post, especially for me, when I have these people with over 100k followers on my podcast, and then I do a collaboration with them, it's just a great way to get in front of a bunch of new people really easily and not really do anything extra than what I'm currently doing besides just finding a way to collaborate with them. Now, if you don't have a podcast as most of you don't it's maybe a little bit less obvious how to do a collaboration post with someone than if you were just doing an interview of them but if you can even just do an audio lip sync where you just film part of it and they do the other part of it then that's great if there's like a two character lip sync that's a great way to do it or what you could do is if it's a two-part audio, when I say a two-part audio, I hope you know exactly what I mean. It just is when the first half of the audio builds up and then the second half, it just drops or the beat kicks in and then whatever the creator wants to say is now said. If you don't know what I'm saying, you don't spend enough time on social media, that's as best as I can explain it, just audio wise. Uh, but just doing a two-part audio where you're in the first part and then they're in the second part is great. Or if you're in the same location, then that's the easiest way to collab. Otherwise, you're gonna think uh, out of the box to do these collaboration posts. The seventh tip is to try to use the reply with a reel feature. So this is when you go into the comments of your reels and maybe someone asked a question and when you go to comment, it will ask if you want to reply with a reel. And if you can do that, you'll be able to piggyback off of the success of that other reel uh, onto this next one. Because a lot of the people who engaged with that first one, if you reply to that reel, they are going to be likely to see that second one. Or people that are watching that first reel, if they go into the comments section, they can see that you've responded to that other creator with a reel. And this will just make it so you can piggyback uh, you know, this traffic into more of your posts a lot easier. And the other reason is just it makes it very interactive that you're engaging with your audience and actually responding to their comments with a full answer. But whenever you have the opportunity to reply with a reel, this is a quick uh, format of producing content. Don't overcomplicate it. Just pull out your phone and answer the question and don't worry about editing it a bunch. This is just meant to be a very organic and natural looking type post where you're just responding to the audience member, but look for these opportunities as much as you can. The eighth tip is to get experimental with your reels. Obviously, every trend had to start somewhere, so don't be afraid to try to start your own trend. Or even if it doesn't become the next latest internet trend, it doesn't matter. You can still get 20,000 views doing something that was completely original to you, and then that will get the gears turning of what might be a great original type of content for you to keep coming out with. For you to really get to that next level of content creator, this is what you're going to have to find. I can teach you these little hacks all day, but none of them are more sustainable than you actually finding out that original form of value that only you can give uh, to your audience. So get experimental. And the best way that I can say this is to try to plan out a couple days where you're going to batch a lot of posts. The reason why this is super important is because in order for you to find what is really going to work with you, you're going to need a lot of tries at it. And then you're going to want to have all of these 
uh, all this filming on the same day because while you're getting experimental, you're more likely to question yourself and what you're doing and if this is a good idea. But when you batch all of your posts on the same day, it makes it so your mindset is a lot more so uh, just trying to get every post done, right? You're like, I have to do 12 posts a day. I have to do 12 videos. That one's good enough. It's good enough. Let's just film the next one. And you get less stuck on being a perfectionist. If you're just saying, all right, I'm going to do a real even once a day, which is still a very fast rate and, and a rate that most people would really just say, screw it. I don't care anymore. I can't be a perfectionist about this. I just need to get the content out. So that's why it's really important to have these kind of phases of your content creation career where you just tie yourself to a number of quantity posts that you need to get out because that is how you really get uh, innovative and find this uh, original piece of content for you that will work really well. So I don't have a bunch of examples for you uh, because there's just endless examples that I can give and they'd all be so outlandish that I think they'd steer your thoughts in the wrong direction. What I'm more saying is that post that you know that would be valuable, that thing that you really want to communicate with your audience that is still on brand and you haven't really seen people do this style before, but hey, you know it's going to be interesting enough and it's good value post it, get it out there, see if you can make it work. And if you choose a couple days to batch content where you say on both of these days, I need to make 10 reels each and then just go for it. That's going to really uh, inhibit this mindset for uh, not being attached to how each reel goes and more just focusing on as many ideas as you can get out and then let the people decide what ultimately you choose to go with. But finding this um, unique source of value that people can only get from you is how you really grow as a creator to a significant amount. If you're sick of just gaining 100 followers a month from your reels, a couple hundred followers a month, or even just kind of leveling out wherever your following is, like a lot of creators uh, have happening right now where they can't really grow their following past a certain number because they're growing, but then they're losing followers at about the same rate. The way to really break through that organically without running paid ads is to find this unique value offering with your content that people can only find from your account. That really is the name of the game. So get experimental. And uh, if you do want some help with running some ads to grow your account, then I do have a free course called How to Build and Monetize a Following in 90 Days or Less that you can get below that will help you with running ads. So if you're sick of posting content every day, you're like, look, going viral is not for me. I would suggest you go the paid ad route to grow your following because that will get you real engaged followers who do end up buying from you as well. It is a very technically uh, savvy strategy. So you're going to want to be mildly good with the computer. Otherwise, that's why there's the course for you. So go through that if you want to learn paid ads. Otherwise, these eight tips for organic reels marketing uh, should really help you out. Get some more views, get some more followers. Let me know if you like this episode. My Instagram is at socialbamboo with an underscore at the end. And I will talk to you Thursday morning.